This is Erin Woodruff, and you are listening to the Time is on Your Side podcast, episode 9. Happy Monday. Hopefully you had a good weekend and got to go outside and spend some time in the sun. That really is my favorite thing to do on weekends, so hopefully you got to do something you enjoy. Today, I want to talk about doing things even when you don't want to do them. It is one of the most common questions that I get asked or comments that are made when it comes down to getting things done or sticking to a schedule or planning. People say to me, but I don't want to do it, so I don't do it. And it seems fairly obvious, but what they want to know is how to get to a place where they actually want to do the things that they planned. And the answer is way more simple then you probably want to know, and that is just do it anyway. You don't have to want to do something to get something done. Think about the things that you are responsible for every single day. How many of those things do you actually want to do? My guess it's less than you realize, but you do them anyway. So the thought that we have that we can't do something if we don't want to is actually a false thought that we think and we just use it as an excuse to not do something. The reason that you're not getting things done and that you're not pushing through that discomfort is because it's just easier. Did you know that when you don't want to do something, the answer isn't willpower or motivation either? I think that's one of the funniest things in self-help that we run into is that we need to be motivated, find a purpose and whatnot, And have the motivation to keep going even when it gets hard. But you might start with motivation and then you switch to willpower. But willpower can only take you so far. So if it's not motivation and it's not willpower, what is it? How can you get through the discomfort of doing things you don't want to do? First, let's talk about what happens when something new comes up in our life. First, let's talk about when we start something new in our lives and how exciting that can be. We start with excitement, but then the excitement wears off and we go to boredom because the novelty of it has worn off. The excitement only lasts a short time and being excited about something isn't enough to keep going even when you don't want to do it. So you might become bored. but. If you're bored and you don't want to keep doing it, then you're going to feel the pressure to keep doing it because you might have told yourself that you were going to do it. Pressure is never a great emotion to feel. Most people just completely avoid it. And when you're avoiding pressure because you're avoiding feeling bored, you end up quitting whatever you were going to do. But think about something you do that you don't want to do that you do every day and you follow through with it anyway. It might be going to work, changing a diaper, making breakfast, exercising, cleaning the house. Why do you follow through and do that thing even though you don't want to? Sure, maybe sometimes it's out of pressure. But usually, most of the time, at least for me, it's coming from commitment. Commitment is also 
not a great feeling emotion. But when you are committed to something, you're willing to see it through no matter what. So if you have a child and their diaper needs changed, you've made the commitment in your mind that you are going to give them a new diaper when it's dirty. And it's not something you have to talk yourself into every single time you change a diaper. You might have the voice in the back of your mind like, ugh, just another one of these, blah, blah, blah. But you don't necessarily have the tug of war of whether or not you're going to do it. You know you're going to do it. It might just take you a minute to get there, but you know you're going to follow through because you're committed to changing your kid's diaper. So going back to when we start something new. We have excitement, it's new, it's fun. But what happens when the excitement wears off and we feel bored? The first thing is to recognize the reasons why you're starting it in the first place. You need to go back to why you decided to pick up a new hobby. For me right now, it's running. I do not like running. I never have And maybe someday I will, but right now I don't. But I love the way running makes me feel. I feel so much better. I feel like I have clearer headspace, better lung capacity. I just feel stronger. And overall, I feel better. So I've made a running goal for myself this year. I don't know that I was ever necessarily excited about it. But I have all of my reasons of why I'm doing it. So when each day rolls around and I don't want to go running on the days that I've planned to run, I remind myself of my reasons and I know that I've committed to my running goal and I've committed to myself and I do it anyway. So I get outside and I start running. And then When you're committed and you first take that action towards the goal that you have, when I start running, I don't quit halfway from what I had planned. The hardest part is getting started. We've heard that our whole lives. And while I am running, my willingness to run goes up. And as I continue to run and build my endurance, the consistency in which I run and how far I run and all of those other stats goes up. I stay more consistent over time because I'm committed and I'm willing. So that leads to more consistent effort over time rather than quitting. It's too easy when we start something new to get bored, especially with all of the technology and instant gratification we have around us. It is so easy to get bored and it is so easy to distract ourselves from the boredom that we feel. But at the end of the day, we're going to be reminded about the goals that we had and we're going to feel the pressure to go do them. For me, I started running three weeks after I had initially told myself that I would start running. And during those three weeks, I knew in my mind I had told myself, on this date, I'm going to start running but I didn't. And so I started feeling that pressure. And it would have been so easy for me to quit. There are so many other things in my life that are keeping me healthy, 
But I had to remind myself, I made a commitment to myself at the beginning of the year that I had a running goal for this year. And remembering my reasons, remembering why I set the goal in the first place, being committed to it has helped me get back into the routine of running. I still don't love it. It's still really hard for me. And I still have to be committed to running every single day. I don't get excited about it. But as I start running, I have that willingness come along with me and then I keep running. It's truly amazing how that works. But if we allow ourselves to sit in the boredom and the pressure, we're going to quit every single time. Too many people tell me that they're discouraged because they never follow through on things. Because it's hard. It's really hard to do things after the initial excitement has worn off. But it's not impossible. The key is to be able to work through discomfort and uncomfortable emotions. That's it. The only reason why you don't want to do something anymore is because you think it's gotten harder but it really hasn't. You just have more difficult emotions in your body to process. Emotions like anxiety, fear, overwhelm, boredom, pressure. And if you're waiting for those to go away, well, newsflash, they probably won't ever go away. Why do you think you keep starting so many new things and never finishing any? Because that initial excitement is really great. That's what your brain is searching for, right? Your brain wants to seek pleasure. And it's easier to quit something and start something new than it is to follow through and keep pushing with the goal or the task or the hobby or the running schedule that you've already set in place. To be committed to yourself for a long time even a short time, can be extremely daunting to your brain unless you have a specific plan. You need to know that you're committed. You need to know your reasons why you're committed. A lot of people start something because they thought it was a good idea, and that's another reason why people don't follow through with good ideas. Because someone told them they should try something. But when it comes down to it, they have no reasons at all to be running. For me, I like my reasons. I have my reasons of why I want to get into a running routine. But for someone else, if they're just saying in their mind, oh yeah, Aaron told me to go running, so I'm going to go running. How far do you think that person's going to get into a running schedule before they stop? Not very far, because they don't have reasons other than someone suggested that they go running. Back to changing our child's diaper. We do it even if we don't want to. At least I do. And believe me, you've heard me talk plenty about that on this podcast. But I really do it because I want to take care of my baby. I've committed to being a mom that takes care of her baby's hygiene. That's really what it comes down to. I want my baby to be comfortable. And so I don't make it a big ordeal every single time I have to change a diaper I don't even think about it anymore. It's completely neutral. It's just something that I do. I'm committed to it. I'm willing to do it. I like my reasons why. And I'm very consistent at it. Taking the diaper out to the garbage? Well, that's another story. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go listen to podcast episode seven. You can catch up on one of my greatest 
mom glory moments that has happened in the last month or so. So here's a little bit of tough love today and this week. You do not have to want to do things to do them anyway. It's fine that you don't want to do them, but it's not necessarily a good excuse. I know lots of people, including myself, that makes up excuses for why they're not doing things other than the fact that they just don't want to. It seems easier somehow if we have a legitimate reason of why we're not getting things done. But what if we just owned up to the fact that I don't want to do it? Just expect that feeling to come. Just know that anytime you go to change your baby's diaper, you're not going to want to. But you do it anyway. And that's how I've gotten with running. I know every single morning that I plan to run, I don't want to go. And I know that feeling of not wanting to go is coming. It's not a surprise to me. I think the surprise will be when I wake up one day and I'm excited to go running and I want to go running. But that will have meant that I went through all of the discomfort and the pain to get to the other side of where running has gone from anguish to excitement for me. That really is the beauty of pushing through the uncomfortable emotion to get things done to get to the other side. As I already mentioned, changing diapers doesn't even bother me anymore. It's not a big deal. But running is a big deal. It's hard for me. I have to put a lot of focus on my commitment to myself to go running. But when I follow through with commitments to myself, it builds my self-trust, my self-love, and my ability to do hard things even though I don't want to. Just plan on the discomfort to come. It's going to. The boredom, the pressure, the anxiety, the fear, the overwhelm, it's going to come. And do your things anyway. Go running anyway. Change the diaper anyway. You will be so much more fulfilled and happy when you do things rather than think about the things you aren't doing. You've got this. I am so proud of you. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to go to my website, erinwoodruffcoaching.com and grab my yearly planning guide. It's free right now and I can't wait to get it into your hands.